everyone, and welcome to another episode of Not Your Average Medicines. This is Ash, and this is the first K-pop podcast to practice social distancing. You heard it here first, and I say that because we all pretty much record in different locations, so we have no choice but to social distance. But I am here, your trusty host of the show, and I am joined by my two lovely co-podcasters, Nat. Hi. And Jimin. Hi. And ladies, how are you guys doing in this new era of quarantine chic, I guess you can call it? Um, quarantine is a thing. Have you guys been keeping busy with any K-pop related distractions or uh, let's just merge this into what you've been listening to basically. Okay. Well, um, I'll go. I'm upset because I still get, didn't get an answer that Ash owes me, but you know, it's whatever. <laughs> um, but beyond that, I have been listening to a lot of stuff because I've been trying to learn the lyrics to certain things. And not learn, you know how like you listen to something and like it's one thing to listen to it and hear it, it's nothing and actually sing it. I've been trying to like sing the things that I've been listening to. And what I've been listening to K-pop wise includes My Time, Jungkook, Millicent of that. Makes no sense, but you know, I like it anyway. Keep beat. I've been listening to, let's see what else comes up. A lot of Luna, um, mostly Rosie and Egoist, but a little bit of like Stylish and Butterfly. Um, I've been listening to IU, of course. I will never stop listening to that song. I love that song. Um, I've been listening to Jonghyun, lots and lots and lots of Jonghyun, mostly like Mostly like ballady stuff from him. Mostly again, I've been trying to sing different things. A lot of NCT with one two seven. They have a song called "Back to You." I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast before, but you guys should check it out. It's an incredible song, um, and it's. I know the how you guys are NCT averse, but this song actually has a certain vibe to it, like a throwback vibe that I think you guys would like. And it's not noise; it's like a real chill song, kind of in in the same vein as their most recent, re- recently released album, Neozone. Um, listen to a little bit of Red Velvet with Body Talk. And beyond that, I think that's like the main stuff I've been listening to. Um, other than that, I've been listening to, again, Pink Sweats, Western music-wise, Pink Sweats. Um, really nothing else in terms of listening. It's been more so me like... M- reading and like other aspects of entertainment like korean entertainment like manoas and stuff like that i don't know if you guys out there are into like anime and manga but there's a lot of good manhwas on the internet that you should look into um i read one that was really out of this world and it was disturbing so i'm not going to recommend it necessarily but it's a really popular korean manhwa um and yeah, that's what I've been doing, just reading most of my Korean entertainment instead of listening to it. <laughs> Nat? 
Hi. Uh, were you referring to killing stalking or stalking killing? Uh, what makes you say stuff stuff like that? Because that was very disturbing and you recommended it to me. <laughs> uh, but um, if you're into that kind of stuff, I can definitely see why it would be a must read. Definitely a must read if you like psychologically like um, sort of like Silence of the Lamb kind of figures um, and can- Hannibal kind of figures. If you like that, I definitely see that this this would definitely be a must read and I can see why it was really popular it just wasn't kind of for me but uh yeah uh I have also been partaking in more reading not necessarily uh Korean things so <laughs> um I've, I have tons of books that I bought and borrowed from the library that I need to read so I've been trying to get through those things during this these quarantine um work from home situations and uh i have been listening to k-pop i listened to the entire um discography for for one us or only us i don't know how they pronounce it but i've listened it's to one us is it one us okay yeah so from one us i have listened to their entire do- discography including their japanese singles and i love it i they're one of my favorite groups hands down now because their stuff is just so good like obviously not all of it is like you know of something that i need to listen to on repeat but um from valkyrie and onward i've just been like really into their stuff and they are dropping a new single in a couple of days actually so i'm really excited for that because that will be the first comeback that i'm like active for uh who else i've been listening to a lot of exo and big bang oh yeah i forgot to mention that i've been listening to exo too well i've been listening to exo mostly with uh mrs ackerman so yes that is me. <laughs> and I have been, yeah, Big Bang, especially. I just been missing them lately. And, you know, with the whole Coachella thing, you know, we're going to have to wait to see them on stage. So it's unfortunate, but that's what's going on right now in the world. So no complaints. And uh, I've been listening to just like a lot of like of the hit songs from like last year, Fancy, um, uh, stuff from got seven i have been listening to everglow i've been trying to listen to their b-sides just to see if they're if i'm going to be mostly a title fan or if i'm going to be like an all-around fan i think i'm going to be a title fan based on what i've listened to and yeah that's pretty much it in terms of western music i've listened to a lot of throwbacks uh still with the playlist on apple music by year a lot of Brian Adams for some weird reason right now. <laughs> uh, Canadian legend, probably. That's the reason. But uh, I've been listening to him a lot and a lot of Disney stuff um, from their soundtracks. And yeah, I've been, I've been watching more so a lot of anime in just like, I finished, I saw the girls before. We, we've actually been talking for like two and a half hours before we started to record. I'm not sure why we did this, but this is how today's going um but i've uh, i watched hunter x hunter uh i finished the devil as a part-timer i finished uh love something in chinibi chin or something like that i can't remember how that's pronounced i finished made sama <laughs> i've been i'm finishing up attack on titan season four mostly because i love it is one of my favorite animes of all time like i would put it in the top five 
animes for sure for me, just because I love everything about these characters. They're all crazy and I love it, but also because Levi exists and he's perfect. And I've been, I got Dragon Ball Super on DVD. So I've been watching that. Um, and I started One Piece because I am crazy and I'm going to try to get through all those episodes. Wish me luck. <laughs> uh, but that's, yeah, what I've been doing now. I've been stir crazy because of this, um, this quarantine and I don't know how long it's going to last. So I've been trying to fill my time with things to do. Guys, it's okay if you want to be lazy the whole time. I, I'm just not like that. I like, I can do one day a week just in bed. I can't do it for the rest of these days. Honestly, I feel some type of way with all these people recently doing all of these like tips to be like productive during yeah. this whole quarantine. You should reorganize your entire house and you should learn a new language and you should do this and that. And I'm just like, what if I just want to sleep? Yeah, no, actually, uh, I, that, I, that's I, probably a sign of depression. Yeah. <laughs> well, there, I mean, you know, the uncertainty of the world could be the reason also for the depression so I get it for me as I said like I one day a week I could sit in bed and just do not not do a damn thing and be like okay with that but I can't do it every day like I, I have to well, yeah I have to, honestly like, I have to for me personally I, I no judgment here if you want to stay in bed all day like do you whatever makes you happy for me it's like I have to rearrange my closet I have to go through I have to shred all this shit you know like I have to clean <laughs> I have to go on, I go on walks almost every day now just to get out of my house because I'm sitting in front of my computer for work for eight hours, you know? So like for me with this quarantine, I have, I've been actually more active during this quarantine than I am on a regular day, mostly because it takes me an hour and a half to two hours to get to work and then to get home. So probably I don't have enough time to do anything else. <laughs> so now yeah. I do and I'm just like, okay, I'm going to like work out. I'm going to do this bar workout during my break. And then I'm going to go back to work and then I'm going to go on a walk and I've been doing all these things. So, well, yeah. That's and great. Th thirsting after Levi. That's, uh, that's, that's great. Great. <laughs> <Mrs>. Ackerman. <laughs> uh, Ash, I still need an answer. About what? I'm not going to let it go. And no. I'm not going to say what it is on air either. I'm going to just let the listeners guess. Well, yes. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did not like that laugh. Why? It was, it was a bit crazy, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, you know what? For before you get to Ash and what you're listening to, for the listeners, if you guys have friends who are like out of your, oh well, I mean, I guess now because of the whole quarantine thing everybody's staying home so they can be in state out state in province out province it doesn't really matter but look for netflix party and you and your friends could just net you were together. supposed to we were supposed to watch some stuff on there well we haven't decided what we want to watch so i can't attack on titan i get to invite me yeah well obviously you're invited ash uh who said ash was invited oh lord um, I'm just kidding. um <laughs> i don't like that tone of voice Steven. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yes, we will watch Attack on Titan and you guys can see it for the glory that it is. Oh, but we can also watch Seven Deadly Sins because that's actually a lot of fun too. I, you know what people are about, I'm not going to say who, but somebody who has been trying to um, um, brainwash me into watching that. So, Ash, do you want to watch that? What? Seven Deadly Sins? Is that an anime? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, I've never heard of it, but. Okay. What what kind is it like a Nat is a nerd. 
<laughs> I am very proud of my nerd status, guys. It's okay. Um, so basically, it's about um, the sins are all these like um, sort of soldiers, and they're all part of this thing called the Holy War. And it's really just the battle between demons from the underworld and angels from the sky. And like, but you know, like obviously, just because you're an angel doesn't mean you're good, and just because you're a demon doesn't mean that you're bad, kind of thing. And then um, the seven deadly sins are like this sort of like super group that's like the strongest part of the army and they were framed and like they're they're regrouping to do this one last job and it's it's really fun it's like really funny it has some serious moments but nothing too deep so that's what i like i i like all the seasons are on netflix in the dub form or you can watch the subs i prefer the dub for it i don't know why but i do Honestly, anime dubs like really bother me because they all kind of talk like this. And no, what are no, you doing? What are you doing? Like, you have really to get the good ones. ones. Yeah. yeah, like Attack on Titan. Don't watch the dub. Always watch the sub for that because it's it's just better in the sub form. I think the intenseness of the Japanese also amplifies the craziness in these yes. characters. So I think that's why you should watch it. But like um, Johnny Bosch Young. He used to be the Black Ranger on Power Rangers, but he he's known now for all the anime he does. He did like Inuyasha. I think he did Bleach too. Did he do Inuyasha? No, I know for sure he did Bleach. I can't remember if he did Inuyasha. I had a too. friend in high school who was obsessed with Inuyasha, and I Inuyasha really come on at the end of Adult Swim. I love Inuyasha. I watched every single um, episode of that too. It's on Netflix if you guys want to watch that too. But um, yeah, if you he does a lot of like anime voices, and he does a fantastic job like he's one of the best um, he has video games oh i didn't know that see yeah yeah but uh so it really just depends i know like there are a lot of purists quote unquote who are like i only watch subs because i want to watch the real japanese blah 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 Uh, that's not really anime honestly it depends on the company i just think that dubs usually sound horrible that's not the reason why i always say the yeah no just the Sorry, Ash, yeah, you said this com- some companies, yeah. It depends on who they hire to do the, jo- the voices, yeah. too, right? Yeah. And sometimes, too, if a voice is too iconic on one thing, you hear it in something else, and you're just like, um, this, I'm, I'm being pulled out. Like, when I was watching Maid Sama, the girl who does the main girl's voice does Bulma's voice on Dragon Ball. And I was, like, pulled out of that, ep- that show every single episode because of it. Um, so I guess it really just depends. But, yes, we will do a Netflix party, and we will watch something fun. Okay, Ash, what what's up with you? Uh, well, honestly, I've been watching things more than anything. I've been binging Love is Blind on Netflix. Oh, uh, my God. Everybody's talking about this show. You like it? It's okay. I'm not really a huge fan of, like, like, I like ratchet dating shows for the ratchetness, but Love is Blind is, like, it's not ratchet enough to be funny, and it's not funny enough to be interesting. So it's just kind of like you see these people that are kind of not interesting and they're a little bit dysfunctional but not dysfunctional enough to be entertaining and a bunch of relationships are probably gonna fail so it's just i don't like it as much as other people seem to but i do like one relationship on there actually is like seems kind of genuine between like well she's the only black girl isn't it the black girl the white guy yeah, yeah the black girl the white guy. they seem like the only ones that actually have like we have problems with they actually seem to genuinely like each other. So 
the actually you the- don't know what happens with the show because it's literally i've never watched this, this episode this thing because it's literally been all, all over twitter and like my family was talking about it and stuff like that so i just it kind of turned me off for that reason <laughs> but um, um you don't know the outcome right of any of these couples i mean i haven't really been paying attention to the news other than like i've seen some stuff but i haven't really paid attention to it so i don't really know what happens to the other couples i, oh. I think i know what happens with lauren and cameron but the other ones i don't think i really know yet okay well there was that that one lady who would have her dog drinking wine people treat animals like humans and it really creeps me out yeah they had him like she was like one of her questions was how do you feel about dogs in the bed and the guy was like oh my gosh my dog sleeps draped over me she has a paw over top of me and they're just like yes you love having dogs in the bed too and i was just why? Yeah, Why? we need a separation of church and state immediately. <laughs> like, yeah. that dog's outside. What are you? Mm, okay, never mind. You know, we know why. <laughs> we know why. We know so. why. Yeah. Let's, let's... <laughs> but yeah, what are you listening to, Ash? Um, I haven't listened to much K-pop recently. I mean, honestly, like, I haven't really had to be. Like, my job is kind of behind the ball, so we haven't really. We haven't. We are kind of in preparations if if the like order to, is to come down for us to work from home. But everything has just been pretty much normal for me. And I don't live in like a highly populated area that has a lot of like coronavirus cases near it. So a lot of people are just kind of going on as normal. So life hasn't really changed all that much for me yet. So I'm just kind of going along as normal. I've been listening to a little bit of Little Mix, which is why I was telling you, Nat, about they had their like little clip for their new era coming out. And I was really excited because yeah. I need well, more Little Mix in my life. Hopefully it'll like be promoted more than LM5, which which is crazy because LM5 was like their best album. I like, think ever. so, too. Yeah. And they're with RCA now, I think. So yes. I don't know if that'll change anything. But. Well, at least now they will have like their stu- their um, company behind them. It's kind of the idea. So yeah. that's going to be exciting. And they won't have to like add random people for features just to, you know, yeah, just so played. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy what happened last era. So I'm hoping for the best because I mean, they're, ta- they're so talented. Oh my God. Yeah, they, they are. had a K pop group that like was completely on their level vocally. Like, oh we my have gosh. It would have good vocalists, but we not. Can start that. Mm. <laughs> yes, why do you do this to me? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, I was asking genuinely. Oh well, you know we could we could recruit. Like, why can't we do that? I don't see. I don't understand why we couldn't be like go out there and find a group that could like find a group of people who can sing and like be offering them something, though connections or something. Yeah, we would need connections. Uh, We need to promote those pockets. (laughs) 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 They could like record themselves and release it on SoundCloud themselves, and probably like yeah. Direct marketing. Okay, delete this. Delete this. our secrets. That's true. That's true. We don't want them to go out there and promote themselves. So, and honestly, you know, like um, the cream public probably doesn't want like actual talent. They want they want just like looks and mediocrity. That's yeah. That's what they're into. They've had vocal girl groups before, and most of them they just flopped. yeah they flopped or they sing a lot of like stuff for like old people. 
Yeah, or for dramas, OST stuff, or yeah. that kind of thing. They don't, they're I feel not like I hear a lot of them singing for like bar mitzvahs and stuff like that. They don't. Well, I, I wonder how many bar mitzvahs like per capita they have in South Korea. Not many. Well, they have a Jewish spot because I, th- I think when Tamara was out there, she tweeted that she was able to get kosher. So, oh, no. Yeah. You think they have quesadillas too? Mm, maybe. Maybe in one, one place. One place in Seoul. One place. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, sorry. I have a question for you guys, though. Because of everything that's going on right now, do you find yourself, like, feeling more distant from K-pop or feeling that it's more frivolous in a way because of all that's going on and it's, you know, how the the coronavirus is dominating the news and it just kind of feels like worrying about fandoms and and. CD sales and whatever else. Like, have you felt that it's not as important, or does it feel like a refuge for you? Um, to, it, in terms of like feeling like it's frivolous, it, it, it almost feels like. I mean, do you feel that way? Because it kind of comes off as. I mean, there's parts of me that felt like you know, in some ways, like some of the more you know, the stupider things that fandoms fight over is just kind of like, how can you fight over that at a time like this? But uh, I understand, like, definitely listening to K-pop or indulging in, I mean, that's some, you know, some of what's keeping people sane is diving into their Netflix queue and, you know, watching all of this stuff that they haven't had a chance to watch or reading their favorite books or, you know, some of the stuff we've discussed is just a way to kind of keep your mind busy or catch up on hobbies that you haven't had time to do because real life got in the way. Yeah. Um, I don't, I mean, honestly, I, I was kind of going through like a period of not with coronavirus, but just right before coronavirus where I was just kind of extremely bored with K-pop. Like nothing was happening. I felt like, and now nothing's happening, but like it's nothing's happening, but it's also like cool because I feel like, you can almost connect more with people. It's kind of strange at a period where there's a lot of this sort of social distancing, you can connect better. Um, and I never took the fan wars and stuff like that seriously. I always thought it was jokes. And I feel like times like this, you need stuff that's stupid. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that people don't get caught up in the whole idea of, you know, oh, it's the end of the world. I mean, I'm not saying it's the end of the world. It very well could be, but I'm not saying that it is. Um but you definitely need like a reprieve from it for sure. Kind of like in the walking dead when they, I don't know if you guys watch that show at all, but um, I don't, I just watch people recap it on YouTube. And I guess in one of the recent episodes um, from one of the more recent seasons, they had an episode where they did a movie thing, like a festival and there, they showed a movie at the festival and it's like, how could you show a movie during the zombie apocalypse? But you know, that's what we're doing during, during coronavirus. We were watching K-pop and stuff. So. That didn't answer your question, and it was long-winded, but that's my answer. <laughs> no, it did. It was yeah, a good no, answer. Did. Um, for me, I I don't know. I don't know if this is like a millennial thing, but I have a hard time really taking things seriously or like reacting in a serious manner. I honestly like my. I don't know. I'm like I'm on one hand a stereotypical cancer where I'm very emotional about everything, but also because I'm a millennial and I've lived through like a lot of just crazy shit. I've just, you know, like 
I go for the joke whenever I can, no matter how serious it is, because that is what anchors me to reality. Uh, so, you know, as I mentioned before, I've been doing a lot of things. I've been like, I'm relearning Korean again. I'm watching all these animes, doing all this reading, going, doing a lot of exercising, cooking food, cleaning. I'm doing a lot. Okay. And I have found that K-pop, like my love for K-pop in a lot of ways has been renewed in some sense because I have sort of disconnected from the from the computer. Like I'll still go on Twitter and I'll still tweet and stuff like that, but because like I do less of that or like give it a certain time and space, I'm not there to see like a lot of the frivolous fanware stuff to be kind of aware of all that stuff. And so for me, I'm I've been focusing more on the music. Can you, do you hear it now? The rubbing? Huh, that's really weird. I don't know where that is coming from. I'm like not anywhere near this mic. It might be actually me on this chair. Maybe that's the sound that you're hearing. Okay, perfect. Where should I start from? <laughs> uh, renewed interest. Oh, yes. So uh, I feel like in some ways, because I have all this free time and I'm not using it on the internet as much as in the same way that I used to, that I'm renewing my love of K-pop and going back in time, especially to like old K-pop stuff and music and sort of like bonding with that a little bit more. And I, as I, I don't know if I mentioned it, I listened to all of it. Um, when us's discography i've been listening to everglow like trying to see figure out if i'm like a title fan or if i'm like an actual fan i've been listening to a lot of big bang like just going back in their discography listen to kara things like that so for me my love for k-pop the genre and like the artists and things like that yes i i'm i've actually feel more in love with it now than i than I have lately because I was paying, I guess, a bit more attention to all the crappy fan words and fandom stuff. And now because I've pretty much shut it out in a lot of ways, uh, it's not really on my radar in the same way. So it's for me, it's just like 100% love for K-pop and all this other stuff is just stuff, you know? Uh, so yeah, I don't know like if that answers your question, but that's kind of like the vibe that I'm on right now. Okay. Thank you, Nat. Um, well, I've kind of already given my viewpoint on that as far as me. Like, I wasn't trying to, like, demean anyone for indulging in K-pop. Just that I was kind of curious to know, you know, generally what your thoughts were as far as keeping up with everything during, in the light of what's been going on so but in my opinion I don't think there's anything wrong with it and it's a nice distraction I mean in light of all that's going on I mean I like to keep up with the news as much as anyone but there is a time when you have to take a break and kind of step away and refresh your mind and just you know put your energies towards something else so Way back and groove with mine, you gotta feel that. Re oh, when you said relax your mind, I thought you were gonna bust out a song, girl. You know I don't do that. 
Yeah, but it would have been fun. <laughs> well, hey, you did it for me, so that's listeners, vote if you want to hear a Nyan karaoke episode. Vote for it. <laughs> yeah, it's never gonna happen. Um, yes, but one thing you can be sure of in these uncertain times is that Nyan will be here with you throughout. This whole ordeal, we will continue to make podcasts and continue to turn out content and continue to entertain you guys, the listeners. So let's move on to our first news item. If anything is a sign that 2020 is a trash heap of a year, it's that you, Chun, of all people, is now releasing a photo book for $75 and is holding an autograph event along with it. Um, his side has denied that all of this means that he's trying to do a comeback in some way, shape, or form. But... Um, yeah, I mean, the fact, whether or not it's the precursor to a comeback, it just, it, for somebody to take advantage of the fact that, unfortunately, he probably has some fans left to make a considerable amount of income over this, it's just distressing. And the fact that the money toward this may not go toward his victim's lawsuit is even more distressing, and he really just needs to go away. Uh, I don't even want to, definitely do not want to see him try and make some sort of a comeback. It's just, I don't even want a chance at seeing how Korea would respond to that. So, I mean, hopefully they would respond to that by not giving him any money over the time of day, but you never know. And maybe that'll start with the photo book. And nobody will buy it, and they'll ignore him, and his ass will be sitting in the dust. But there's always some fans left that will put some money toward it. So I don't know. What do you guys think of this new story? Yeah, that's one thing that's really interesting about celebrity status is once you're a celebrity, you can't go back, you know? And because of that, it can create situations where individuals will still have a lot of fans no matter how much their popularity decreases they'll still have somebody who will support them in some way um and i i it's definitely i I just don't understand like what could be going through his mind to put out a photo book (laughs) at this at this time but i guess he figures he has nothing to lose so what do you think Matt? um so one thing Apparently, he still has a lawsuit going um, about bribery allegations in his 2016 sexual assault investigation. So, um, where the police recommended that he not be indicted after four women filed complaints against him. Against him. Um, so, let's like not even talk about his past scandals but his current scandals that are still going on right now uh you know kind of keep that in mind when we talk about the toilet man himself um 
because it's it's really interesting that somebody who did a whole press conference to say he wasn't doing drugs after allegations came out. Like there was no proof. It was just allegations. And I don't think that it was anything concrete. I think it was just more whispering. And he went out and did a whole ass, like, you know, press conference on it only to be found guilty of doing drugs afterwards. And then he said he was going to retire. So between that and now we're, you know, he opened his social media and his reps were like, no, he's not. He's he's just, you know, this is just social media. It's nothing. So now coming out with $75 photo book, um, when he he's released, a, it's going to be a minimum of a thousand of them. So he feels like he has a thousand fans who are going to buy these $75 photo books. And then also like a meet and greet or an autograph session or something like that, you know, during a pandemic, <laughs> like is he crazy? No. Is he calculating and a scumbag? Yes. Does he still have fans? Of course. K-pop fans are there until the bitter end, unless you get married. And then, and only then, will they turn their back on you. So, hey, I hate this dude. A lot of people hate this dude, but he has fans. He has people who will be there for him the end of time and if they want to spend their hard-earned money and if they want to risk getting the rona go ahead i mean i can't really tell I people like how if you're to a do fan of Newton, yeah the rona is the least of your work <laughs> <laughs> i mean i was just saying you know like maybe natural selection is going to come into play in some ways um because you know you're making all around bad choices at this point you know like mm-hmm global pandemic people are dying you know can't even fly into your country people are on self-quarantine like is it a time to be you know dropping a fan meet in the autograph session no it is not especially when you said you retired you told us you were going to retire we didn't tell you to retire you told us you were going to retire so you're also a liar on top of everything that has been mentioned today you were a liar i just like at this point, you know what? That guy from 5SS501 or whatever how that group's called, the guy from Boys Over Flower, I can never remember his name, but he has oh, fans. Too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He has fans too. There are all like full adult women who are writing, like, I want, I am a victim too. Because, You're you know. We're talking about five seconds of summer. Oh. <laughs> I have a lot of questions. Continue. <laughs> Um, I, you know, I've never listened to a song from Five Seconds of Summer, so, um, I just know that they exist. Wait, you don't know that song? I don't know any of their You're songs. so perfect standing there, my American apparel, underwear. You don't know that song? I've never heard a single song from them. Okay, we can go ahead and cut that out. Okay. All right, keep going. Um, so yeah, so because, um, you know, Kim Hyun Jung still has fans, you know, after, you know, clear concrete evidence that he's a rapist and abuser and all of these things women who wrote that they were proud were happy to be his victims on their their bodies or rather on bracelets you know because women like that exist and fans like that exist i'm not surprised that he feels like he can just you know come out here and still be a celebrity to be quite fair there is a lot of these types of skeletons in the you know closet for a lot of Korean celebrities who are not just in the music industry but in other forms of industry and like 
also in the world. I mean, how many rappers have you heard these exact stories from? How many, you know, sports players, you know, politicians? It's not like it's, it's unfortunate and I wish it didn't happen, but, you know, the world is the way it is. And there's not, unfortunately, not much that we can do about these type of loser, scumbag, evil men making money, you know, off the backs of delusional women for the most part. Uh, so yeah, I wish it didn't happen. And I hope that they can shame him into maybe being a little quieter about it. I, I feel like that's the most that we can expect from all of this. Cause I think he's adamant about reconnecting with his fans and making money. Cause I mean, if he sells all those fan books, he will make thousands of dollars. So why not? Right. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. It's, it's unfortunate. I wish it wasn't happening. I wish he just went to jail, but it's not, it's not in my power to do anything from where I am right now. So. Yeah. I mean, that's facts. what you think, Ash? I mean, you kind of said what you think, but like, what do you. <laughs> <laughs> Ash? You I mean, Oh, I'm here. Uh, I, I mean, I agree with what you guys said pretty much. I mean, it's, I mean, I agree with what you said, Jimin, about celebrity being what it is. I mean, even people like serial murderers in jail have their own like fangirls that still write to them and will send them money and want to marry them. So, I mean, celebrity is a powerful thing. And for some reason, there's no matter what you do, there's always going to be somebody out there for these creeps to take advantage of and unfortunately i mean hopefully like you said he's got this whole case going on now and the money really should be going toward the victim but if he makes money off of this off of you know these fans that would actually buy a photo book from him but I mean, I don't know if it would actually happen that go down that way. So this remains to be seen. Moving on. Tiara's Unjung and Kara's Giri are going to start a YouTube channel. For those of us that are fans of the two girl groups, um, specifically second gen, woohoo! They're going to get together and start a YouTube channel called Beauty View, and my guess is it's going to be about beauty. And uh, I mean, it's just great. I I've seen to it feels like a lot of second gen are starting to kind of get hip to you know social media and. YouTube and kind of promoting themselves that way with these with these kind of projects outside of being an idol to kind of keep their name out there or make money in other ways. So it's great to still see them out and working and being happy and healthy and connecting with their fans. So, you know, I'm I'm happy to see it. What do you guys think? Any thoughts? Uh, well, I'm happy. <laughs> Anytime I see second gen doing things and staying relevant for the most part, I'm very happy. Uh, and I, Kara and Tiara are just like my two of my top groups. 
in terms of just quality music and just all around epicness. And while Guru Guri, sorry, was not like a favorite member of Kara for me, um, I I pretty much liked all the members anyways. So it's it's kind of cool to see her and to see, you know, two groups, two members from two different groups sort of connecting like this. It's kind of interesting and cool to see because I really like, you know, when I see idols from different groups sort of interacting. So I kind of like that, you know, they're both old groups that, you know, have had there's different varying sort of levels of success in Korea and outside of Korea, because like Kara was queens of Japan and, you know, Tara were queens of China and they you know, where they had very popular songs and stuff like that in Korea, but like they made most of their money outside of Korea. And just to see them sort of like disband or I don't know, they claim Kara hasn't disbanded, but we know they have. Um, but to see that them sort of like take a break and, you know, sort of discover themselves, you know, now they're in their 20s and now it's like, well, I'm not, I don't have these, these full you know 24 hour days where I'm doing something and I'm always on and now I can kind of discover myself and and figure out what I want to do and to see them sort of like slowly make their way back through social media through YouTube like a lot of people are, are doing there's so many people who have YouTube channels now um and just to see them do that and then to do it together is kind of cool and I, I kind of I mean I think there's a very very much of oversaturation of beauty content from Korea, but maybe they're going to do something different. Maybe they're going to give us something fresh and new um, from two people who must know every single trick in, in there is to beauty in Korea, you know, outside of plastic surgery, obviously. Um, and if, uh, I watch it. I'm kind of interested to see what it is and to see what they're doing. I mean, Jessica has Jessica Lynn and I thought it was going to be, I'm not going to lie, I thought it was going to be boring, but I've been entertained every single episode. So I'm sure that they are going to uh, do the same as well too. And it's good to see them and it's good to see that they're happy and they're healthy and, you know, they still kind of want to be in the public eye in some fashion. And hopefully this can lead to some, something else. I don't know. Maybe they'll make some music together. Maybe their groups will start, you know, doing comebacks, do projects. Who knows? I'm excited to see them. All right. Any thoughts, Jimin? Nope. Oh, 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 okay. No. No? Okay. Well, then let's move on to the next topic. It takes me a while to unmute. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll give you more time then next time. Former Masa X member Wanho was recently cleared of drug charges, and he recently had an interview with Dispatch where he talked a bit more about what happened behind the scenes and what kind of led up to what happened and, and his decision to leave the group and all of this mess that occurred um, not that long ago. Um, he stated that he did not smoke marijuana, um, but he wanted to apologize and clear misunderstandings. And he says that when he was on probation, he did a lot of self-reflection. Um, and he admits that he had issues in the past, but that he's never used marijuana. 
And that when he grew up, he grew up poor and wanting to escape poverty, he got to know older male figures in his neighborhood and started hanging out with them. And um, since the situation did not approve at home, he ran away, started hanging out with a new group of friends who got into trouble with the law. However, Wanho says that he didn't want to blame them because it was his choice and that he was immature and he apologizes for that. And he talks a bit about Jung Da-eun, um, the woman that he was supposedly involved with. He says that they became close friends quickly and they worked as fitting models together and that she helped him a lot and that she supported him in his dreams to become a singer. Um, then he says that it was in his 20s where he changed and tried to right his wrongs by working hard. Um, as far as um, Jung Da-eun is concerned, he doesn't really specifically mention his issues with her, but he does, you know, specifically say after mentioning her that he turned his life around. So that may be including any relationship with her, alleged relationship involved, maybe involved with that. And that he just said that leaving Monster X was basically damaged control and that he didn't want anything that he did to, you know, cause the album to fail. So, um, you know, Starship has kind of left the door open on things ever since he was cleared of drug charges. And, you know, with all the things that have come out about him, I really feel like the main thing was the main thing with the Korean public was the drugs. And now that he's been cleared and he's done this interview with Dispatch and he's apologized for his past and he's apologized for everything else. If he truly wants to be with Monster X, you know, he's he has a second chance here to do it. Um, the fans obviously would love to have him back and I don't think at this point I mean it would be a rare situation where you know an idol this left a group would be able to be let back in and there would be no issues um I I believe there was a photo or a sighting I think it was a sighting um where someone said that they posted on social media about seeing all seven of the members having dinner together or lunch or they were eating together in Korea at some point recently. So at the very least, they're meeting together again in public and that's a good sign. But, you know, it's up to him, it seems like at this point. And, you know, if he says that, you know, singing and performing is his dream, he should you know, be able to continue to pursue that, you know, now that he's been, you know, vindicated in his whole ordeal. I mean, there may be some hard feelings towards Starship involved with that, but I mean, maybe they know they were in the wrong and they will try to, to do some things to rectify that. So what are you guys' feelings on that, on Wanho? Potentially coming back. I agree. I think that the situation has sort of been cleared in a lot of ways. So it's not, you know, they found that he had not done the marijuana 
And that was pretty much the big problem for a lot of people. It wasn't so much the fact that he borrowed that money, didn't pay it back, which I thought was actually the worst part of it. But uh, Especially since like he was making money with Mons X, so he could have paid her back at any time. Uh, but in terms of the, the drug use, which I mean, is always like a deal breaker for the Korean public. He's been cleared. He showed his remorse. I think it's actually like a great, sort of comeback story about how the Korean youth have a second chance to do better, you know, through, you know, a passion in life and how it can turn your life around. I think that he'd be like a fantastic example of that. Um, you know, he did have, you know, less than stellar upbringing and he has admitted to all of that. And I mean, this is not like it's new. It's, it's all public knowledge. People knew that he had a bit of a rough start and, you know, through his passion, through music and, you know, with mom babies and, you know, everything, he was able to turn that around and become somewhat of an out, like an upstanding citizen. And I don't see why he should be punished for something that he's one apologetic about and remorseful about and i think the fact that he left the group not because he got kicked out but because he didn't want to damage the name and sort of their image i feel like that shows his remorse enough to see that it's genuine he could have stuck with the group um and or like waited to see but he i mean even in the beginning it seemed like he decided he wanted to leave and starship allowed it more so than starship said like you have to leave dude you know so I'm hoping that he gets back to the group. I feel like we've been seeing a lot of firsts in K-pop recently. So this would be another first. You know, we had Hyuna and and um, her man, Don. And, you know, we have BGS breaking all these records. Um, Chen had a baby. Chen had a baby. Oh, he got married. Oh, he's having baby. a baby. <laughs> he's having a whole baby. He's going to be a whole dad, guys. And, you know, we have um, Blackpink's uh 4d like oh sorry but being being like the highest viewed k-pop video <laughs> you know like, <laughs> like after they dropped a single like after they dropped kill this love it it pretty much broke that record so i mean like we have honestly sort of iconic because if you yeah. think about it like if you think about what they're doing it just yeah. goes to show you that like you could put in zero effort <laughs> and be successful. <laughs> oh, I think so, the girls, the girls want to do more than they're allowed to do. I think that's like really obvious when you see their lives and stuff. Like, no, they, I, I'm yeah. specifically when I say put in zero yeah. effort, I, I I'm not talking about specifically like the girls are not putting in effort. I'm talking about like you YG. can literally do nothing as a yeah. K-pop artist, yeah, and just be Blackpink. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not talking making a comment on what they want to do. I'm making yeah. more so a comment on the fact well, that they there's have just nothing done. <laughs> And they have three songs, yeah. Um, <laughs> but also, Monster X was on We Bear Bears. You know, they dropped yes. a whole English album, a bop, What About Love? And, I mean... What are crazy things, or not crazy, but just, like, things that we once thought were not possible that are happening in K-pop? Um, I think. I think um, TVXQ doing, like, a million... Is in a million capacity or some 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 crazy amount of people at their wow. concert last year. Oh yeah, and and then you've got stuff like you know something I thought that you know I really wouldn't see was K-pop entertainment companies actually like halting tours and like yeah. you know canceling events. Like there was once upon a time I thought like 
Now, I will say Big Hit is not doing that. <laughs> but Big Hit is saying Levi Stadium is coming out and saying there will be no concerts here. And Big Hit is saying that's a big maybe, sis. Um, <laughs> but I will say that most companies are doing the right thing. And that's yeah. something that I didn't think. I, you know, honestly, I thought that more of them would be willing to put their artists at risk than what really you're saying. So, yeah. Uh, I agree. Cool. I agree. Um, what else? You got like, I feel like there's a lot of stuff SM is doing, like it's unprecedented. You got like K-pop groups coming together. <laughs> super <laughs> like, June, yeah, Super M, Super, super M. M, yeah, and, and you got, you know, this heavy crossover with working with, you know, people in the West that aren't just like talent, but also people who are like business people. You know what I mean? Like working with people, CEOs of companies, and YG's doing whatever he's doing getting his Coachella. people being on Coachella like yeah just making business moves that we didn't think would happen you know no, never ever thought like I mean though I mean look from like Wonder Girls time I think that it's sort of like as like it, I didn't think it was possible even seeing how Wonder Girls broke out the way they had just this Chinese, like no one knew what K-pop was <laughs> I mean at least now when BTS is doing stuff big there are people like there's a market for it. You know, they had K-Con going on. Yeah, they had K-Cons going on for a while. I mean, there's these things that are 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 relevant, even not just in the fan space, that people... So people are kind of aware that Korea has pop music and, you know, whatever. Um, but when Wonder Girls came out with Nobody and that, like, went viral and they were, like, touring the States with the Jonas Brothers and stuff like that, like, that was bananas too, right? And it's all it's sort of been escalating since then. Um, I mean, the expansion into the West has really obviously jackhammered recently in like since third, I think maybe like end of third, fourth gen, it has really sort of like picked up the pace. Um, but there's so many things in K-pop that I just never thought was possible. You know, like it's, and not just now, but even even then, like there's so many things or things that have happened that I still can't believe happened. You know, like yeah. nobody, I agree. Crazy. I mean, so in crazy. a bad way too. Like, not just all these great things. There've been things like you know the whole mocha chat and all that stuff. Like, I mean, not saying that you know it was impossible, but saying that like it's just I don't think there's been a scandal that's been like that big. Like, no, I feel like we had more petty scandals. Like, this person got kicked out of this group, right? Right, and, and people so committing like serious crimes. Yeah. yeah like, you know how many people got kicked out of groups? I, I mean, we usually just talk about Sungri, but Highlight lost like their lead rapper slash um like writer as well too over it. Um I think FT Island lost a member too. Um yeah, I was like Zico, you know, could have been implicated in this in the whole Mocha thing, but he he quickly, you know, did the work to sort of get his name removed from the situation, even though he Mm, who knows he it sounds like he might have been involved as well too uh but mm-hmm. i mean if i if yeah. i had to pick you know one thing that was sort of stood out to me as like the most unbelievable but like also iconic thing and I, i'm i'm just picking something that's like a good thing i don't want to pick bad things if yeah. i had to uh pick the most like influential thing that I think will be more influential going forward, it would be Hannah and Don. That would have yeah. to be, I feel like that was a turning point. 
I feel yeah. like that's when the, I feel like when that happened, a whole bunch of other stuff happened. And I also feel like that kind of prime people that you can't just make a lot of assumptions because there was a lot of people assuming that, you know, even I was one of those people who was thinking, I thought that he was uncomfortable with her. Yeah. I, I, remember, find out. I remember people were like, she's making him so uncomfortable. Can she stop? And, and then that's how the relationship came out. I feel like yeah. if I hadn't talked about it at all. It, it wouldn't have come out. No. Yeah. It and have. now because of her, literally, thank you. XOLs, you can thank Hannah because <laughs> he directly inspired Chan to go have a baby. So hey, thank you. Chen was listening to flower shower. <laughs> Chen was like, Chen was like, Lord, I see what you've done for Don, and I want that for me. Yes. And it happened. <laughs> so uh, I mean, we can thank Hannah for being iconic and for allowing this to happen. Yeah. That was a moment, and I feel like it had so much impact. It a lot of impact. She, Hannah had the same impact on K-pop culture that I would say BTS has had on K-pop music expansion. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. I mean, <laughs> who else is going to be like, um, come out with a statement saying, CEO of Cube, if you do not let us out of our contracts and <laughs> resort this and resolve this situation as quickly as possible, I will be having a press conference. And I don't think you're going to like what I have to say. So, yeah. And do then- the right thing. <laughs> he left and signed with P Nation, and now Cube is scrambling. Yeah, I mean BTOB is still in the army. You know who else do they have? They have CLC, which ain't doing none. They ain't doing none. I mean, they're acing the card at this point. Is uh, what's that group called? The girl group Idol. Yeah, <laughs> Imagine your 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 whole company resting on their shoulders. <laughs> That's a yes. So that's pretty much who they have because oh, and Pentagon and Pentagon is also um yeah. I'm not gonna say nothing because I know Ash really likes their latest song, so I'm not gonna make any comments. But that doesn't make me a fan. I'm not saying you're a fan. I just don't want to be rude to somebody who a group that you guys like. Never said I like them. (laughs) <laughs> she liked the I'll song, right? she liked the song. <laughs> but yes I mean, uh, uh, we were talking about Wan Hu Wan Ho if you say that man's name wrong one more time <laughs> I honestly I, I, like, I actually very often like, I do want to say this Yeah, I do want to go on record saying that I there was an episode in one of our older episodes please check out our older episodes if you haven't where I said Ranjan from NCT Dream. La- his name is pronounced like it's, his stage name is supposed to be pronounced like Lanjan or something. Like it's really hard to pronounce if you don't like it's strange. It's it's really difficult. Um, but I said his name wrong, and I'm not gonna say what I said. But I said his name wrong, and I feel bad. And uh, I just wanted to acknowledge that. And uh, yeah, you know, just. Just because it's spelled one right way, Romanized, it doesn't mean that's what it is. Because Romanized will have you thinking that, like, who's a good example of somebody who, like, whose name Romanized is different from, oh, Top. Isn't Top, let me, yeah, Top. His name is, uh. Choi Sung-hyun. Right. So it will have you thinking his name is Choi Sunghyun, his name is Che Sunghyun. So yeah, don't go off of organizations, people. 
but they're so easy to use. <laughs> I yeah, know, no, but I know, like, I know, I know, I know. I, I try to like, I don't know, because I feel like, you know, people have a point of, you know, you know how like black people be saying stuff like, why is it that uh, white people can't learn how to say black names, but they can learn how to say all of these like complicated European names? Like Michelangelo. Or like Nowitzki. Like, you know, yeah. like, yeah. you know, they, you can learn how to Romanoff. say Tchaikovsky. Yeah. You can learn how to say all of this, but you can't say like learn how to say Lamar or Quantisha. Black name. Quintisha, yeah, something like that. You so, know, though, I would say that it's not because I mean, I can't actually read Hungo. I mean, like, I have actually like taken the time to actually study with real speakers and things like that. What happens for me is I'll see it romanized, obviously on the screen, or romanticized, and I'll be speaking English and I just won't inflect. <laughs> so, because I'll be like in the middle of saying what I'm saying. And it's like, you know, like switching back and forth in terms of like accents and just pronunciation, stuff like that. It gets a little complicated, especially when you're yeah. in mood with what you want to say. So I will make an effort to pronounce people's name properly, but just know that it's not an insulting name. Like, it's not like, no. an I'm not trying to be offensive or anything yeah. like that. I, I love all these people for the most part. No, I wasn't talking yeah. about you specifically. Yeah. I, I wasn't saying, no, I was saying, I was actually speaking, speaking on my own, like, mess up when I called him by a whole different name and I felt bad about it. <laughs> um, and no, I don't think that you're like going out of your way to like be, you know, rude or something or anything like that. There, yeah. no, there, are, <laughs> there are people who are lazy though. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Have you watched um, Peeling, um, no, not Peeling Cow. Um, Me and Peel? Killing, yes, Keen Peel. You just did it again. <laughs> I told you, I told you, I am like so bad with names. Okay. Um, and it's hey, like even regular De- Degler names. It's not even like it has to be complicated. Okay. Um, but yeah, on Keen Peel, um, there was there is a skit that they did where the substitute teacher goes to like yeah. this white area and then he mispronounces all the white names. And it's like instead of Aaron, he's like A Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to, uh, like, every time I meet someone whose name is Aaron with a double A, I say Aaron. <laughs> Just because I feel like it. No, I'm kidding. I wouldn't do that. Uh, but yes. Uh, I respect people's rights to uh, a name. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't don't be that person. Guys. Yeah, be, come on now. Like, yeah. No, don't go out of your way to disrespect somebody's name. Like, yeah. unless it's like, like, oh, I can't say that. I can't get political on this podcast. But... <laughs> Y'all yeah. pretty much know what I was going to say. So Yeah, exactly. But yes, next topic. Wait, Jimin, did you have any thoughts on one, ho? Uh, we, uh, not that I remember. Go ahead. I don't want to take up any more time. Okay. Next well, topic. Well, that was like next topic, so you know. Okay. Next up, if you were a fan of Road to Queendom, too bad that show is not coming back but what is coming back well debuting in its place is road to kingdom which is the male centric version of the show and it will be debuting in april with seven groups pentagon on off golden child the boys very very one us on us one us and two t-o-o two and i did not watch queendom unfortunately 
so I don't really see myself watching Kingdom. <laughs> it just seems very, um, it's a lot of new goods. And I mean, unfortunately, it probably will have bigger ratings. Unfortunately, from what I understand, Queendom was a really good showcase for some of these older or smaller, smaller girl groups to get um, to get exposure and attention to show just you know how much talent they had. But these groups here, I mean, they're definitely I've only heard of. Well, I have to say I've probably heard of all of them except for two. Um, but with the exception of Pentagon, they're pretty nugu. And maybe the boys. I think the haven't the boys been around for a little while. Um I mean, I don't know. Maybe this will end up being a good thing for them. I definitely think there will be more people watching, unfortunately, which is a crime because you know I I didn't watch Queendom but I stand my girl groups and you know I am always for more girl group love so I don't know why they did not just bring a second season of Queendom but maybe that's coming I don't know Nat Jimin what are your thoughts on this if you have any I know Nat particularly you watch Queendom so uh, well I have some breaking news. Um, Harvey Weinstein apparently has been confirmed to have coronavirus, so we can go ahead and get the champagne bottles out. Oh yeah, he's he's been had that. Yeah, um, uh, he's gonna use that as a reason to like not go to jail or to be like in a. Oh, you're right. He sure is. Yeah, because he he's been doing everything that he can to make it seem like he's a frail old man who can't go to jail. So I wouldn't be surprised if he exposed himself on purpose. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you guys are right. Well, uh, I guess we go ahead and put the champagne bottles away. We can put them um, on, on. We can put them on ice. On ice. ice. Okay. <laughs> that man was going to Rikers, so he yeah. was doing everything he could to get that. Uh, well, um, I feel like I liked some of One Us music, and I like one of. Well, I like one of their songs. I like one of the songs from the boys. Actually, each of these groups, except for one, and I'll let you guys guess which one group that is. Um, I've liked at least one song. So, um, well, at least okay. Let me make sure because I see some other names in here that I don't know of. So hold on, let me just <coughs> confirm really quickly. Oh, okay. The only one that I haven't heard of is Very Very, uh, or in. Is it two or T-O-O? I think it's two. Okay. So very, very in two. I haven't heard of them at all. ONF, I don't think I've heard their music. But out of Pentagon, Golden Child, The Boys, and One Us, I've liked at least one song um, from three out of those groups. Did I say three or four groups? Four groups. So three out of the four groups, I've liked at least one song. Um. I didn't really watch Queendom, but I did kind of keep keep up with the peripherally. I don't think I'll be watching this just because they all seem really young. All of those groups, in addition to being really new goo, which is not a problem, they're just really young. And I don't I don't see why I would be extremely interested, just like because of my demographic. But yeah, uh Nat, what do you think? 
so I am one of those people who watched Queendom and I loved Queendom. I thought it was a fantastic way for a lot of the groups to reinvent themselves and to figure out their next steps, especially with groups like Oh My Girl and Lovelies, who, you know, were known for these really cutesy, innocent concepts and really came out and like for Oh My Girl, especially they came out and like they they sort of tested the limits to what they could do and what they could pull off. And they came out on top every single time. I mean, they came in second to Mama Moo. And it was, a. I still think it was pretty tight between them at the end. And in terms of lovelies, like I, they, fi- <laughs> they figured out what they're not good at through the show. And um, so I think it's, it's good because now they know that like the directly sexy route is not, or concept is not, really for them they have to sort of figure out um they have they have um other things that they can explore i think in order to see what they want to do and then we saw like other groups like silent g idol who everyone assumed was going to be like a top contender who kind of flopped in it and i i honestly like i was never really into the group because i don't really think that they outside of their first song i don't think that they have done much good work (laughs) um but that like watching that show really pointed out their strengths and also their weaknesses and so uh and same with park bomb who i love i adore park bomb but it also did highlight her weaknesses as well and it actually also on the flip side kind of made me like mama moo a little bit more which is weird but yeah that's where we are and so i was hoping for a queendom season two and what did we get? We got Kingdom. <sighs> but they do have one us in here. So I think for that alone, I'm going to be paying attention. So I will probably be giving you periodic updates on here. Just to let you know. I do think it's kind of weird that they have such a distance between a group like pentagon and then like a group like two which actually has not even debuted according to this kpop profile.com their debut has been postponed to april 1st this year so they actually haven't even debuted we don't know anything about these people except for who's in it you know wait uh two t-o-o okay i was like i've never heard of this so they're taking groups that haven't even debuted i see okay yeah, so two stands for ten oriented orchestra. Okay, we can go ahead and throw them away. <laughs> um, so we're like we don't they don't have music accord like according to this, anyways, they don't have music out. And like the boys debuted in twenty in twenty seventeen and they've already lost it mem- they've already lost members. So it's like <sighs> Pentagon is at least established, you know, they have a top single. And obviously their scandal, um, which wasn't really a scandal, but you know, to them it was a scandal. And then we have like in between, we have what like Golden Child, ONF, the boys, very, very like it's kind of I don't know. I feel like Queendom was a bit more evenly balanced. Every group there at least had one hit, you know? In this, only Pentagon has a hit. So it's I don't know. I don't really know how that's going to work in in terms of them actually being able to be competitive. Because Pentagon, you know, they can rap, they can sing, they can write, they can choreograph. You know, we have members who were in subunits. Like they, they're just like 
world away from the rest of these groups. And so I don't know, it's going to be kind of interesting to see how that plays out and how they format the competition to sort of acknowledge that. But you never know. I've been on a boy group sort of love fest lately, more so than girl group. So this is probably going to be, this probably came around at the right time for someone like me. And I do love Wana, so I will watch for them. And I do really, I do like Pentagon. So I'll watch for them and just to see what the other guys have to do. And I will let you guys know if um, it's worth watching and about all the drama. So stay tuned to that for that. Um, but yeah, that's, it's weird. <laughs> the whole thing is weird. Yeah. Next. All right. Well, Jay Park finally got this taste slapped out of his mouth, although it wasn't for the reason that you would think. We all heard about the crazy situation that played out about a week or so ago where Jay Park was slapped by US UFC fighter Brian Ortega for translating his opponent Chan Sung Jung's words, I guess, translated what he said to him. He didn't like what he had to say. And so he, instead of fighting the guy that he was supposed to fight, he decided to attack the translator that was not actually in any position to fight him. Well... Ortega did release a, he did have an initial apology, but he later on released a longer apology on Instagram. Um, He basically said that he was flawed, he's human, uh, basically that he did wrong, he took a main mistake, he owns the consequences, he's sorry to Jay Park, and he's sorry to his fans and his family, and... He apologized basically for he apologized to Chan Jung Sung and he basically apologized to everyone in about three paragraphs for being an a-hole. So then afterward, Jay took to his Instagram TV and decided that um, the best thing to do in this situation is to uh, you know when you've had a kind of a crappy week, been knocked out by a UFC fighter, and then you got two apologies, and the best thing to do is to write a rap. So, um, if you guys don't mind, I will not rap, but I will, um, read. I will read and do a, what do you call it? Like a spoken word? A spoken word performance of what he put down. Yay. Um, Only rapper to get slapped and get the W. Mama always said there'll never be another you. Every word I say, the realest shit I utter too. Got that flow they want to hear, it's melted butter smooth. Thinking I got dirty laundry, they trying to fold me. But I shine like a diamond, and that's water, so I'm snorkeling. Had killers hitting my line, asking to handle it for me. I told them it ain't that deep, keep moving cordially. 
We act accordingly saying we pussy Asians? Nah, I'd rather sun them with humility and patience. I'd rather show them with ability and cadence. The world could do without the trolling and the faking. Never said something I couldn't handle myself. Wouldn't steal your food. I'd rather tighten my belt. Sell my soul to sell records. I'd rather be on the shelf. Asian kid from the burbs, the realest you ever felt. Don't dig your own grave. There's too much to live for. Never take from the poor Robin Hood. I'd rather give more. Insecure ways, they got more bark than a sycamore. My dogs bite, but it's quieter than a whisper. AOMG, higher music in Seattle. Not one curse word or punch thrown and won the battle. God level moves and they swimming without a paddle. I'm on yacht away from the snakes. I'm never rattled. As written by Jay Park. Uh, snap, net, snap. Uh, can I like, can we treat it like the Apollo? Boo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> okay, so let's uh, kind of, I wish I had this in front of me so I could read it line by line, but some notes that I made while uh, you were reenacting that performance. Lovely performance, by the way, Ash. Um, butter smooth. Okay. They fold you like dirty laundry. All right. Uh, you shouldn't fold dirty laundry. <laughs> I mean, you should you should throw it in the washer. Um, he said a lot of stuff that didn't rhyme. And then he had a lot of stuff that just wasn't true. Like he you got killers trying to like on your side who are gonna go out and kill for you. I just don't who are these killers? Does he run with people like that? I mean, I don't know. So I'm just asking you guys, do you know of any individuals that he runs with that are killers? We don't know about him. I mean, maybe he has some in the background. I don't know. His his I mean, maybe the people on his um on his label, he considers them killers? rap killers. Rap killers. Rap killers. Oh, okay. They they gonna kill him with words. Okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they gonna kill him with lines. Dope, um, dope tracks and beats. I guess I don't know. Like I don't know anything about <laughs> Jay Park. I'll be honest with you. Okay. okay, okay. Um, I feel I like people didn't like, actually say a lot of the stuff that he said they were saying. But you know, also I don't see how so this like, is a diss. But I feel like he googled some of these words, like cadence. You know, like I I'm not expecting that. And like he wrapped me with cordially and Asians with patience and cadence with faking and i don't know i'm just like you mean he went to rhyme zone and then he scrolled yeah. all the way down to like the, <laughs> the third or fourth removed word you know or you know maybe he has a source that he keeps it on his desk like um ti and he doesn't <laughs> look it over <laughs> you had a call t i wasn't expecting ti to come up in this conversation okay <laughs> you know ti has a has I feel like yeah yeah he definitely has a thesaurus on he keeps a thesaurus on his person yeah he does because he be bringing out some big words and you're just like you can't even spell that my <laughs> like Do what you are you even doing um but okay i will say that it was not cool that Brian Ortega waited for the guy he was going to face to go to the bathroom and then slapped his interpreter. Like, I, I mean, you're supposed to be, you know, this big, tough UFC guy. Jay Park is a very skinny dude. Like, 
what were you thinking? Like, were you so afraid of the other dude that you just went after Jay Park thinking like, I'm gonna get my slap in anyways? Like, I can't respect that. And I mean, I don't, you know how we feel about Jay Park, but I can't even respect that. You know, like, Jay Park was just doing his job <laughs> as an interpreter. <laughs> he did not create the script. Or maybe he did. We don't know. But by all intents and purposes, he's just there to interpret. Somebody who I think is signed to his, his, his label. I think that UFC guy, I don't know. I'm not really... I'm kind of confused. What did Jay, Jay Park interpret that made him so angry? He interpret Because you know when they smack talk before yeah. a fight? Yeah, that's what he was interpreting. So he, he's okay. That is kind of stupid. <laughs> that that is like that's real dumb. That's like that's like a yeah. That's dumb. Yeah. So it, I can't respect it. I mean, not to say that I haven't wanted to slap Jay Park because I have definitely wanted to slap Jay yeah, Park before. That? that I get. I understand that completely. But the way that this whole sort of shaped out, I just can't respect it. I right. I'm on Jay Park's side. To be honest, not with this uh, rap. That's a little too far. But. Not, well, I mean, in terms of like who I think is the blame and who is like who's the victim and who's the perpetrator, J Park is definitely the victim here because he was just doing his job. You know, um, yes, he shouldn't be slapped for other things, but not for this and not by this dude. It's kind of the idea where I'm going with that. And, but then you bring in the rap, and now I don't feel so bad for him because this rap is whack. So I don't know. Like now I have a whole bunch of other thoughts about everything that I've read here and everything that I know. And Jay Park, well, you know, Jay Park is on brand at very least. Crap music. And um, got slapped. So I guess that is very on brand for him. I don't know. What do you think, Jimin? Yeah, um, it is. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, great. Fine, that's perfect timing. Um, yeah, I it is very much on brand for him to like read release this this track, um, quote unquote. Even though I don't, I'm kind of failing to see like the actual disc. It, it feels really like general. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the everything that he said just feels like it can apply to anybody, and it just makes it seem a little bit like weak to do something like that. He didn't deserve to get slapped, but at the same time, like this is what you release like i don't know I, you do less jay park just do less but that's really my only thought so i mean we can go on to the next story which is that um so in bts news big hit entertainment is set to release learn korean with bts um it learn Korean with BTS will be a series of short like clips taken from Run BTS that are used to help people learn Korean. <laughs> and Run BTS, if you don't know, is BTS's reality show that they release on V Live. Um, and this particular content of I guess it's going to just be called Learn Korean with BTS is going to be released on Weverse. So for the small fee or however much Weverse costs, you can, you too can learn Korean with BTS. Um, I'm reading the article and it looks like, um, it, it looks like uh, it will be 
release starting March 24th, which is two days from the date of this recording. We're recording this on March 22nd. So um, I I don't know what to think <laughs> of this. What What is some initial thoughts you have about this endeavor to learn Korean with BTS through BTS reality content? Nat. I don't think it's useful. I feel like okay. when you're learning a new language, yeah, it's good to learn phrases, of course. But how does that teach you the basics of Korean and Hangul? Like, how does that... I don't know. Like, I feel like this language, especially with the way that it works and the way that it functions, it's always best to start with the letters, start with um, the the letter structure, like mm -hmm. if it's CV, CVC, you know, kind of thing. Um, and then sort of work on pronunciations, especially in comparison to the way that you pronounce like an English letter, you know, and sort of right. compare them and contrast them. Like Korean, as you said, like I know, your language genius. So Korean was very oh. easy for you. And <laughs> me, <laughs> for me, Korean is actually not hard. Like learning the basics of Korean wasn't hard. It's just the memorization after that. And like, for me, comprehension is always the hardest thing. Cause if they don't say something the way that I expect it to be said, I'm, I'm lost. So for mm. me, comprehension is always the hardest part. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, I do recall some words and, and sentence structures and stuff like that. So I don't know. I feel like this is good as a supplement mm -hmm. if you're already taking Korean courses or Korean language classes or whatever, or you're self-learning. Um, but yeah. in terms of like actually being effective, it, it comes across as like a money grab. No? Yeah. Like, well, is, no reason. It, it does say here that um, fans will be able to learn Korean through run BTS Bang Tam Bam and um, BTS episode episodes. So I guess it's not just run BTS. It'll also incorporate other BTS content that they actually regularly release on YouTube. Um, but except for it'll be released to, through their paid platform of Weverse. <laughs> and the difference is, is that I guess, you know, it says they'll be able to learn the phrases that BTS members often use and also learn basic Korean grammar and culture. I, I find that interesting because each episode is supposed to be around three minutes long and there'll be 30 episodes is what it says. And they'll be released every Monday at 9 p.m. Korean Standard Time, which is kind of strange to release it in Korean time. Yeah. Because if you read the article, so I'm reading the article on Naver and it, I'm translating it in my head. So forgive me for going really slowly. But basically, it, it's there's it mentions many, many times that it's specifically targeted towards their international fans. And it keeps saying global fan base. And the whole point of this is to make it fun for like, you know, international learners to learn Korean. Um, you know, it's just supposed to make it fun and, you know, easy, basically. But I just like I agree with you that, you know, learning phrases that BTS members use. I'm looking at one of the screenshots right here. And one of the words that it has, for example, it's like a it's like an episode of run episode. And it's got Jin with like his, they were doing that, you know, that game that they play on Korean variety where you put on headphones and you have to try to guess what the other person's saying. Yeah. yeah. So it's one of the episodes where they did that. And the word that Jin is trying to guess, I guess, is Chasengyota, um, which basically means handsome. So, but the problem with that is if you're looking at that and you don't like, you don't know how to read Hangul, which is like the, first part of learning korean yeah how would you like 
it will be really difficult for you to recognize that he's saying Jasingatha and it matches with those letters because you don't know what those letters say. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, it does. Absolutely. So that's it's like, yeah, go ahead. No, no. Yeah, that's, yeah, I get yeah. it. So, so it's weird. I'm not sure how effective that would be. And like you said, it does come off as a cash grab because these are, this is stuff that's already available for free on YouTube and VLive for the most part. Yeah. So to then put it on Weverse, and the only difference is, is you're now also including explanations of whatever, like short phrase or short word they're saying, which I'm sure they might like have words like saranghada or something like that, just because those are really common words. You know what I mean? And that idols say a lot. Um, but the problem is, is what I'm looking at, it looks like everything is out here. I put the picture in here because it's like everything is in Korean. So I'm like, if you don't already have some grasp of Korean, it doesn't make any sense. I put the the picture in there. Um, so you can see what I'm talking about. If you don't know how to read Hangul, that none of that will make sense to you. Do you see what I mean, guys? I do. I'm looking at it right now. And like, where's the English? You need to, yeah. if you're going to teach somebody something, you have to like teach it to them in their language, right? Yeah. Well, okay. I will say though, it looks like some of the text is in a different color. So maybe that's part of a learning process or like template that they have there where they teach you maybe, um, I don't know. It's but then it's like the, the thing behind the semicolon yeah. is all in Hangul. Yeah, it's I know. I don't know. Like, it, as I said, like, it comes across as a cast grab, mostly because, as you mentioned, like, it's already free. Like, you can learn Korean, like, online for free or for very cheap. Right. Uh, and there's so many, like, opportunities for, like, language exchanges and stuff like that. It's not like, you know, it's impossible to find people who can help you with this, too, right? right. Uh, so it, it seems like, like it's much different. Yeah, it just seems like it's another way to make money, maybe because of the whole canceling of the world tour, postponing it or whatever, Um, especially with Jim needing to go to the army soon. Yeah, and it does seem very last minute because it's supposed to come out the 24th and they just like, the earliest article I found was from today, like, like, yeah, and the 24th in Korean time right yeah, it's, yeah so, so it's already the 23rd it is the 23rd <laughs> right now like you said like it's released at 9 p.m korea standard time that's like 10 a.m like yeah like who people are working or at school who's going to be able to i mean i guess it'll be available anytime but like i don't know if you want people to watch it right away it just seems like kind of like really korean centric when if that's like koreans don't need to learn korean they already know it yeah. so i don't know what do you think ash Okay, I guess you don't have any thoughts. Oh, okay. I missed most of that, so I kind of got the gist of what you were talking about. So Big Hit sounds- is releasing a Learn Korean with BTS through their Weverse platform, and basically it's, it'll be a series of 30 episodes, 33-minute episodes, where they take content from run BTS episodes, um, Bangtan Bombs, other type of content that they put on YouTube, and they basically just single out certain phrases and, I guess, like words and parts of Korean culture that BTS use often or allude to often and then i guess they will try to teach you it but the problem is i put the screenshot in the chat the problem is i'm trying to understand like is the instruction going to be in english or korean because it looks like the instruction is in korean if you look at the screenshot 
Well, if it's in Korean, then that's no help to international fans <laughs> because, right. I mean, you have to have someone that knows English to be teaching it. And they're charging this, right? Yeah, so Weverse is a paid platform. For, oh, okay. So, yeah, I do you not mention feeling like it, it's a crack cash grab? Like, would you agree with that? I mean, kind of does. I mean, it does feel like they're trying to. I mean, I don't know, because these people are paying for Weverse anyway to begin with. So it's just kind of like <laughs> they're already getting money from these people for BTS related content. But it just seems really like useless. I mean, if they're going to be teaching this in teaching this, obviously to non-Korean speakers, but in Korean, then that makes no sense. I mean, because otherwise, I would say, okay, well, that's kind of cute. But yeah, I don't understand the. I'm not going to do it in English. Yeah, well, I guess we'll just have to see when it comes out. But from the promo pictures, it doesn't look like it'll be too helpful. Um, and also, too, I it kind of it it does it's not propaganda, but I can see how people feel like it could cross the line to propaganda. Oh, we're gonna have to delete all of that after episode. I'm sorry for saying that. Oh, the part about propaganda? Yeah, because I I feel like that might not go over well. Oh, okay. Um, I, I thought I could make it come out of my, my mouth a different way, but that's how it came out. And I don't like that. So, um, okay. okay well, all right. Oh, speaking of TOO, they're giving a preview for their album. Might have to listen to it so we can figure out who they are. Like what kind of sound they're going to bring Nat. But yeah, so that's basically that story with BTS. We've learned English or Spanish. Learn. <laughs> girl learning stuff with bts how about that <laughs> be a whole new cash money grab for big hit all right and other news all four members all four active members current members four not five of big bang have renewed their contracts with yg entertainment uh, according to an official announcement by the company themselves. Um, I kind of figured this since, I mean, they were scheduled to be at Coachella when it was currently about to happen. Um, obviously, it's postponed now. And we don't know when that's going to happen, but YG says they still have new music planned for this year, so... I suppose, you know, they will be doing more stuff other than Coachella if they're going to be with them for at least, you know, the immediate future. Um, I did like something that um, Asian Junkie said here, which we should think about, that it prop. he says here that as far as Big Bang being with YGE, it probably won't help Big Bang in terms of the perception that they at minimum tolerate the shady shit the company was or is involved in. Yeah, I mean, the way YG is viewed at this point, it's not really, I mean, it's kind of not at their best interest to kind of be with them. I mean, I guess you can kind of see, I mean, if you see them as a group who's 
popularity supersedes YGE, and it may do, and it may be at this point that it does, which is you could see it as YG needing Big Bang more than Big Bang needs YG. And at this point, it really can't hurt them anymore because they as a brand have gone beyond, you know, YG and they can do whatever. And the fans are just kind of like, you know, we'll support you, but you need to get out of that company. Um, you know, I don't know at this point. I do feel like it's not really going to hurt them that much. I think it's just going to be kind of a lot of hand-wringing about YG, but the VIP fans will still support them regardless. And, I mean, I think that's how most of Big Bang's fans feel. I mean, it's not about... I mean, they did choose to continue with the company, but at the same time, the company owns the rights to their name and and their logo logos and probably own the masters to most of their music and you know all the things that are part of their identity so for them to you know everyone's like well why don't you cut your losses like highlight did and start over and like that's not easy for everyone um i mean i guess that's something that they could have done if they really wanted to but I, you know, I, I can imagine that it wouldn't be that easy for them. So, I mean, I, I don't think it is kind of being a bit com- or seemingly being seemingly complicit in some of these things by or co-signing it in some way by saying that they agree to work with YG. But I mean, you could also say if YG can manage to keep their hands clean. <laughs> For the foreseeable future, which we don't even know if they're doing that now, maybe that, I mean, because it's it's their loss. I, I don't know if, you know, they're they're lucky the guys decided to resign. So, I mean, they should take this as a win in their corner and just try to, you know, profit off of them while they have them, because this is probably... I, I would be very surprised if they renewed their contracts another <laughs> another time after this. So, yeah. But what do you guys think? I guess I'll go. As a noted Big Bang fan, I was disappointed that they resigned with YG, but I wasn't surprised <laughs> that they resigned with YG. Uh, just because you know you mentioned it I, I think you pretty much hit the nail um, on that because he owns probably their names he also owns their masters and so for them to start all over again when they're literally sitting on millions of dollars of profits <laughs> you know like as it's just they're collecting dust at YGE because they're not signed to the company anymore like it just doesn't make sense and they always get along really well with Teddy and with YG and like the other groups and stuff like that. I mean, before they all kind of finish going to the army or sorry, before when like Tiang was about to go to the army and he got married, he invited everybody pretty much in the company. So it's not, and he, according to Twitter, he's been liking a lot of like OT5 posts and stuff like that on Instagram and stuff like that too, and comments. So it's not a surprise that they resigned with YGE. 
they have their own scandals. The whole company has its scandals. It's probably a good fit at this point. I am just, for me, I don't, honestly, I don't care anymore. I really don't care. I just want new music from my boys and I want to see Monk Coachella at this, like, that is all I can say and I can think about when it comes to Big Bang at this point. So whether they sign, re-sign, whether they decided to, re- you know, to go and start afresh somewhere else, I, as long as they don't retire, I am happy. Or I'm going to choose to be happy about the way that this, the the resolutions of the situation. So, yeah, I don't... They're going to drop some new music. Apparently, they're working on a new album. I'm happy. That's all I want. I want them to be in the studio making music, doing things that they love, and being happy. And hopefully not being racist. These are the things that I expect from Big Bang in the future, and these are the things that I hope for from Big Bang in the future. Jimin? Yeah, it makes sense why they would resign. Um, so, I mean, all we can do now is just, uh, wait and see what they're going to do and all that type of thing. Here we go, here we go again, trying hard but you want to be my friend.